Thanks for downloading a 3CR podcast. 3CR is an independent community radio station based in Melbourne, Australia. We need your financial support to keep going. Go to www.3cr.org.au for more information and to donate online. Now stay tuned for your 3CR podcast. There is a place where time stands still. Where nature is harsh and demanding. Where only the quick and the strong and the deadly can survive. This place is no place for civilized man. I Good morning, everybody. This is Annie for Showreel 3CR's look at the Australian film industry. And we're very lucky to actually have somebody on the line who's going to have a chat to us, Ron Brown, who is actually, you'd have to say, very much part of the Australian film industry over the years. G'day, Ron. How are you? Good, Annie. Thanks. How are you going? Good. Now, uh, one of the things it claims to fame is Ausflix, which we will talk about a bit later. But what we've really got you here to talk to us about... Uh, as a filmmaker, producer, uh, cinematographer, editor, all the rest of it, that you've now gathered together this idea that we should have a Aussie Awards, not not the AFI Awards, not uh, the uh, Actor Awards, but something that actually pitches towards Australian films of varying budgets. Can you tell us a little bit about what's going to happen on Saturday night? Yeah, sure, Annie. The idea behind Ausflix, uh sponsoring an independent film award really grew out of the fact that Ausflix has a lot of independent Australian films. Uh, you know, it's an all-Australian movie channel. We've got, obviously, some of the big films, the Mad Maxes and the Muriels and the Castles and, and all that sort of stuff. But we've also got lots and lots of independent films, films that have been made on uh, smaller budgets and have been made by people without, you know, full um, studio or distributor support. And we wanted to support those films, and we felt that those films don't get a look in at normal award schemes because it's always the really big budget films with the big name stars that get the awards. So we've set up an award scheme that's for independent filmmakers and decided that $5 million was the maximum budget, but we've got three categories under half a million dollars, and that's even films that people have made for, you know, ten, twenty, thirty, fifty thousand dollars $50,000 feature films, all the way through to $5 million, which allows us to have films like The Butterfly Tree and Sweet Country and things like that as well in that award. But, you know, a lot of people don't realise about 72% of all Australian films are under $5 million, and there's only a quarter of them that are over $5 million. They're the, they're the big ones that, you know, people have heard about. Australia, The Great Gatsby, you know, Mad Max, Fury Road and so on. They get plenty of representation at the um, at the Actor Awards and uh, other kinds of um, awards. But, yeah, it's the indie stuff that we wanted to really, really focus on. Yeah, yeah. I thought it was really impressive, this idea of actually targeting uh, the... Uh reality of the Australian film industry uh, by looking at it in terms of the budgets. Uh, so, you you know, as well as um, there's quite a lot of concentration on uh, 
what people, you know, people who are creatives in the industry actually see that their roles as, you know, like uh, uh, original screenplays, cinematography, production design. I mean, these things all do actually appear in the other sort of awards, but this is really up close stuff because you actually know these people. These are people who are actually part of making sure that films are made in Australia and that Australians are reflected back to themselves in these films? I think you're right. And I think one of the key things here is that um, the other awards that are out there, um, including the Oscars and the actor, the AFI Actor Awards, they don't actually have the uh, crew and craft awards on at the same time in their, uh, in their event and in their broadcast as the, as the stars and... Um, their idea is in those awards is to sort of make it all about celebrity, you know, and, and sort of stars. Um, our award is much more about the teamwork that's involved and the fact that there's, you know, a lot of people go into making a film. It's not just the people on the screen. There's 20 times as many people behind the screen that work on making films. These people very rarely get their, um, their name in lights, and, and we want to do that. We want to make sure that all the crew and creative people are recognised as well as the performers. I was really um, happy to note that uh, the films that have been chosen as uh, in the various categories, the uh, uh, like best achievements in Indigenous filmmaking and uh, the other films, uh, that uh, I have covered mo- a lot of these films on this program, which is a nice thing right. to note. <laughs> and uh, yeah, so, terrific. yeah, so... Um, and uh, I was wondering, how do you get to choose? Who, who chooses? How does this happen? Okay, well, the way it worked is uh, it's really easy um, to explain because when we decided to sponsor this and to put the money into it, I realised that it would be best if it was very independent in the way it was running and very transparent. So I invited a steering committee, and the steering committee included Jocelyn Morehouse, who was the producer of Muriel's Wedding and the director of The Dressmaker, um, and a bunch of other people that are less well-known, um, Tate Brady, Matthew Holmes, the director of The Legend of Ben Hall, Enzo Tedeschi, a director and producer from Sydney, and some very strong women in the industry, um, Beck Cole, an Indigenous woman who's in the Northern Territory and has made, uh, she made the documentary, The Making of uh, Samson and Delilah, and also uh, made a feature film in her own right a couple of years back. Um, Rosie Lord, who's from Sydney, um, she's an actor and a producer. And um, Sally Aitken, who's a documentary filmmaker, she's also from Sydney, and she made the David Stratton TV series. Um, and, and by putting together a steering committee of eight people, um, they sort of made the rules, not me. And oh, I think it was Yeah, I thought it was important that the rules be set up by an independent body, and that that represented all the different areas of filmmaking. So we had men and women, we had um, we had uh, gay and straight people, we had documentary and drama, we had Sydney and Melbourne, and even the Northern Territory represented and so on. So right around um, all the different, I guess you'd call it communities, um, all the different voices represented. And then that group made up the rules, and then they invited um, jurors to vote for the film. So the, the people that made up the rules didn't vote, and the people that voted... Um, were kind of basically, again, with the same diversity agenda. There's a great deal of um, effort went into 
um, an equal mix of men and women and that we represented um, ethnic groups, that we represented um, LGBTI community and so on in, in the way that we went about this. And there were 34 jurors. They included really well-known filmmakers um, and, and actors and other people, people like Gillian Armstrong and Phil Noyce, uh, Nadia Tass and Creve um, Stenders, the director of Red Dog and, and a, a number of other things. Um, but it also down. included lots of... Yeah, yeah, that's right. It also included lots of other folk who um, are less well-known, camera people, sound people, composers, uh, writers, of course. Um, yeah, there was 34 jurors. And they... Uh, anyone could enter as long as their film was made in Australia in 2016 or 2017 and under $5 million. You could enter in web series, documentary or feature film. We didn't have any short films this year. We felt that was um, a lot to take on, but we, we did have those other categories. And we had 106 entries, which was twice as many as we'd predicted. We wow. thought we might have around 50. Yeah, it was terrific, 106 entries. And then each juror, when they watched each film, had to score it in each of the 20 categories of the film, so best production uh, for production design, for sound, for composing, for editing, for special visual effects, for script, for direction, for performance, and so on. So when you do the maths, you all realise that there's actually, um, you know, I guess 34 jurors, 106 films, and they voted in 20 categories for each film. So there's a huge, <laughs> huge number of votes to tally up, like thousands of votes to tally up. Yeah, well, they um, earned their living, didn't they? <laughs> Yeah, they, they, well, they, they, vo they volunteered and it was just terrific. I've got to say, um, the love that we received back from the industry to do this um, has just been really encouraging. You know, I, I, I kind of thought that I might have to um, sort of compromise a bit, but uh, it far exceeded our expectations. We got more films than we'd hoped for. We got more jurors than we hoped for. We got more votes in. I mean, it was really fabulous. And when we added up the total of the votes, divided by the number of people voting and all of that, that's how we came up with who were the winners and, and who were the, um, you know, the, the, the nominees, if you like, in each category. So uh, it was a very democratic, transparent um, and statistically valid kind of an, an approach, um, which I should add is something that, other awards are not really uh, renowned for. Oh, um, yeah, right. No, been, there's been a lot of criticism around other awards that they're not as fair uh, and as transparent as the way we're doing it. So I'm pleased that people are recognising that we've gone for a very um, inclusive and a very transparent process. I'll just remind the listeners that they're on 3CR and this is Showreel and we're talking to... Uh, Mr. Brown from the Aussies, Ron Brown from the Aussies, which are going to be on Saturday uh, night, and it's the first of its kind. I do know that um, people work very, very hard on making films, and there are always some that are really obvious, and uh, there's a lot of bucks behind their pro promotion. And uh, over the years, uh, more recent years, a lot of the Australian films that have appeared in the Actor Awards, etc., uh, sort of uh, straddle the international market and it's really a little bit uh, upsetting, I guess, for a lot of the local industry that uh, in, it, a local award really hasn't been able to encompass the work of the locally grown, uh, focused filmmakers. And so, so this is where the Aussies come in, isn't it? Absolutely. I think you're dead right. I think most of the support that we've had, which is huge, has come from people who have really, I guess, basically lost faith, lost hope in the other awards, and and they've kind of gone a bit Hollywood, you know. Yeah. Um, but 
we wanted to make a very Australian award scheme with Australians voting for Australian films, for locally made films, and very much focused, I think, on the uh, recognising the, the kind of very collaborative and collective nature, the community sort of spirit that's in Australian independent filmmaking. Well, let's look at some of the films. Uh, one of the films that's a standout for me are things like Porno, the best film under $500,000, which is pretty interesting, isn't it? Uh, Porno is a great film. Uh, that's Not Me. Uh, that was a, a film that we, we looked at. Uh, the other ones are Hunter's Club, Skateboard or Die, Lazy Bones and Pulse. So, I mean, some of those films, some people will not know about, but of course, they can access them on Ausflix, can't they? That's right. So one of the great tragedies um, in the independent filmmaking scene in Australia now is that cinema tickets are so expensive um, that fewer and fewer people are going. I, I'm not sure if it's a chicken and an egg thing mm -hmm. here that as fewer people go to the cinema, they put the price up to try to keep uh, paying their bills, you know, keeping the cinemas open. And that means that independent films on lower budgets with less well-known actors uh, they can be a terrific film, a very entertaining film, a very watchable and very in, you know valuable experience to watch, but they just don't get in the cinemas anymore. So a lot of people, or they'll last for a week or two weeks at most, a lot of people just don't get to see them. And the whole idea of Ausflix as a streaming platform is that there is a place now for independent Australian film and that people are able to go to Ausflix. It's just www.ozflix.tv. It's really easy to find. So ausflix.tv. And if you go there, there's about 370 Australian films. Um, half of them are the classics, the really well-known ones that everybody knows. As I said, the things like Muriel's Wedding and The Castle and Mad Max. Um, but the other half of them are all the indie stuff, like the, the ones that you've just named, um, that people might have missed because they came and went very quickly at the cinema. And, um, you know, you can watch them now. They're up there 24-7. They're only $3 to rent. And you can you can watch them to your heart's content. And um, you can let, you know, um, you can even watch half now and come back tomorrow night and watch the other half sort of thing, yeah. But the thing about it is, is that because I do reviews and I do this program as well, uh, what you find is that a lot of the Australian films that don't get a lot of uh, coverage, they're quite complex. They're uh, very uh, interesting. They talk about things yes. that uh, end in a place and time that you actually recognise because, you know, they're from this place. Exactly. Well, you're right. I mean, the ones that we, the ones that we uh, feature most strongly on Auslix, the independent films, they are very much the ones that are made by people who really feel, who really, the subject matter really counts to them. We've got a whole bunch of films in the awards this year and on Auslix, uh, which reflect community um, concern around things like, I mean, we've got, let's say, uh, some like The Colour of Darkness, which is about the uh, the Indian community and, and some of the issues that they face. Um, so there are issues there around, um, around uh, I guess, um, oh, well, let's call well, it... Well, the song uh, keepers. Ethnic, ethnic well, well, the yes, song, song keepers. keepers is fantastic. Sorry? Fantastic documentary and a really, a really uplifting one too. That's a, that's a great film. Um, that one is um, about the group of Indigenous um, women, men and women from the um, Central Desert who go to Germany to sing these fantastic... Um, uh, these, um, it's an amazing situation because they actually sing uh, famous um, church hymns, but they sing it in um, Indigenous language. Yeah. And um, it's, a, it's a real cultural exchange. 
beautiful film, and they go to um, they go to uh, Germany, which is where the songs originally came from. When the when the when the missionaries came out here from Germany, the the um, grandparents often, or even great grandparents, of some of the people in this choir. But there's a lot of terrific. So there's a whole indigenous section. We we've got um, I think we've had about uh, ten or twelve indigenous films entered into the into the awards. There's five of them that are finalists to, uh, to, to be promoted and uh, talked about and shown on the night. And then there'll be one winner out of those as well. Um, obviously, the really big, well-known indigenous film, um, indigenous themed film that's on in the Aussies this year is the Sweet Country film, which I think is still in the cinemas. Um, Warwick Thornton's terrific film with um, a great cast. It's got uh, a really, really, you know, no, it's a very strong a, film. Very strong film. Bit of a bit of a star-studded cast there, um, but. Um, yeah, Sam Neill and Brian Brown, as no. well as obviously the indigenous cast. I actually talked to Warren uh, Thornton, uh, Warwick Thornton, and he, because he, actually uh, Sam Neill and uh, Brian Brown uh, are not, they're like, I, I struggled to describe them. They're, they're the support cast, really, but he called them the yes. old boots. Yes. Yes. The, the old boots. <laughs> 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 well, it's funny. a terrific film, and, and it's, a, it's a film that's a finalist in quite a few categories on Saturday night uh, at the Alex Theatre in St Kilda, uh, where the Aussies are going to be held. Yeah, very, very great, uh, very good stuff. Um, I also uh, found it very interesting that um, it gives a chance to, uh, uh, I mean, things like Hounds of Love. I mean, it made um, it, it made uh, it popped its head above the the water. Did well, uh, great yes. film, yes. Uh, and it also did uh, very good things for the director Ben Davies. Um, but Ben Young, Ben Young, Ben Young. Sorry, Ben Ben Young. Sorry, I got it ben mixed Young, up. Yeah. yeah, but um, I was really glad to see that uh, Stephen Curry is one of the um, finalists in the uh, best male performance because uh, I I felt a bit cheated that he didn't win. Um, <laughs> <laughs> the actors. Yes, yes. Well, look. The thing about the thing about um, any awards, I, I have to remind people. Um, you know, when you when you put on an award uh, scheme like this, and you have a jury of thirty four people, and they're all voting, um, obviously there's going to be. First of all, the issue that it's quite subjective. Of course. Um, secondly, the issue that there's an, an an awful lot of films, 106 films have been entered this year, and also on top of that, the fact that by the time you add all the scores together and divide by the number of voters <laughs> and all that sort of thing, and you get an index, um, it, it's it's kind of a bit like um, you know Olympic swimming. You can you can win by by a, a tenth of a second or a hundredth of a second, you know, and it's the same kind of thing in our awards. Um, I already know the winners, of course. I can't talk about them yet until after the night. But um, you know, some of the films have won by just literally kind of one one vote, you know, oh, so wow. kind of um, a third of a percent or something, you know, from from the next film. It just means that, you know, there's some terrific uh, films, and even if you're not the winning film, it doesn't mean the others are no good. The fact that they're even finalists, they've done very well to be one of five finalists out of 106 entries, you know what I mean? So, yeah, I do. Yeah. I think, we've got, I think we've got an incredibly strong independent film scene in Australia. It's, 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 it's actually 
uh, a lot healthier, and not financially. I think it's difficult for people to make money back on their films in the current situation, but it's creatively, it's a lot healthier, I think, than those Hollywood um, Aussie movies that you, you were referring to earlier. I think the independent films have a great deal more integrity, they have a great deal more passion, and, and the message is very, very well told, very well acted, very well photographed, very well edited, have beautiful soundtracks, good scripts. I mean, these films are really terrific films and uh, it's just t terribly tragic that people aren't really being able to see these films um, very easily until we until we got Ausflix going anyway. It was very hard to find these films. The good thing about Ausflix um, is obviously now that people can go onto a computer or even onto a mobile phone or a tablet or anything at all and they can find these films now and these films will be up there forever we're not taking these down it's not like netflix or stan where they rotate them around and take them off after three months and they disappeared again our our films on ausflix they're up there forever so if you've heard of an australian film and and you uh, want to see it there's a good chance we've got it or if you if you can't find it on Ausflix, you know, write to us, send us a, send us, drop us a line. We've got a Facebook page and we've got uh, Twitter and uh, Instagram and other ways you can communicate to us. And um, you know, we'd love to hear from people about any films that they want on there that aren't currently on there. Uh, th th there's you're part of a di uh, project to digitalise all Australian films, isn't that right? Yeah, now we've got a, that's another thing that we've, Alan Finney, um, who's my partner in this project. Um, partner he and in I crime. Decided, <laughs> partner in crime. Well, he, he and I decided that we would actually start a not-for-profit foundation and we were going to raise uh, money, and we are raising it now, we're raising money to digitise a lot of the films, the older films that have disappeared. We're finding copies of them and we're polishing them up, uh, recolor grading them, fixing up the soundtracks and making them really uh, lovely quality, and we're putting those on Ausflix. We just started that fundraising. It took two years to get the... Um, to get the tax commission to tax commissioner and the uh, minister for the arts to recognise us as a charity and uh, not for profit and to give us the tax deductible status. So if people make a donation to the Australian Film Future Foundation Limited, they can get a tax deduction now. But um, so we're raising money to digitise all, all those lost films. That's right, and put them up. Fantastic, um, Ron. Is it an open event or just an industry event? The Aussies. Oh no! It, look, anyone can buy a ticket. There's still, I think, there's still about fifty or sixty tickets. It's a five hundred seat theatre, and a lot of the tickets have gone off. But um, the, if anyone's listening and wants to get a ticket, there's still a few there. And um, you just go to Ticketek, um, and if you go to Ticketek and go into the search uh, box there and type in Ausflix uh, in Ticketek, you'll get the um, you'll get the little uh, link through to the, to the to buying a ticket. And uh, we've got student tickets. We put the student tickets on sale today too. So if anybody's um, a student or a pensioner or anything like that um, or a senior and they want to get a ticket, it's only $15. You can get a ticket for $15 and come along on the night. It'll be a big night. There's going to be um, a, lot of, a lot of film industry folk there, of course, um, but there's also going to be, um, you know, there's the general public are welcome. Yeah, yeah they are. Yeah, and so where is it and what time? Alex Theatre, St Kilda. That's just uh, the old Palace George Cinemas. If anybody ever went to the movies over there, it used to be the Palace George Cinemas. It's now called the Alex Theatre. And it starts, well, the actual awards start at 7.30, but the doors are open from 6.30 and there'll be um, the bar will be open. People can mingle and um, meet a few of the other film industry folk there and 
have a drink before they go in if they want to. But um, yeah, we'll be we'll be moving people into the theatre from about seven o'clock, and the ceremony actually will start at seven thirty sharp. Thanks very much for talking to us today, Ron. Lovely, Annie, and thanks very much for uh, giving giving us a call. That's terrific. Thank you. No worries. And that was. Uh, Ron Brown, uh, he's a filmmaker, producer, a long-term a member of the Australian Film Fraternity. And uh, as I said, it's the inaugural Aussie Awards. It's going to be looking at independent film awards. Uh, it's actually uh, an important event because, as I was saying, uh, there are a lot of people who make really great films in Australia, but uh, they're overlooked for the major awards because... Uh, uh, we're talking about uh, sort of an almost an infiltration of the Australian film industry by international uh, imperatives. But uh, that doesn't mean that people aren't prepared to be uh, reflecting Australian communities to themselves. So uh, that's it for today. Coming up next is Published or Not. We'll go out with uh, It's Obvious by Opez. You've been listening to a 3CR podcast produced in the studios of independent community radio station 3CR in Melbourne, Australia. For more information, go to allthews.3cr.org.au.